Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. how potent it was when Paul goes back to these towns where he's just he's just shared the gospel and these these different believers in these different churches have just believed and they're being you know maybe they're dealing with harassment from their bosses who who disagree with them or from you know local cities again in every one of these cities they've been chased out so it was costly right and Paul says through money trials and and tribulations we enter the kingdom of God when Paul went to preach the gospel he was successful in getting the message out and people getting saved but it came at a cost. In today's message, Pastor David will be sharing how when we preach the gospel and when we live out the gospel, it will cost us something. But whatever it cost, we know that Jesus is worth it. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts, chapter 14, as he continues his message through many trials. They were going town to town, I mean, consistently at the point of death, right? Paul in another place, he's like, I've got my life in my hand every day, right? I'm always, it's, it's always right there. Because that was the life that God had called him to. God had told him that from the get-go. Because they got it. They knew Jesus is worth the cost. But there's something else here. He's not just worth the cost in the sense of proclaiming the gospel, which is true, but he's the whole life. Notice, they didn't just like try to do their duty and run. They were concerned for the people in the different towns. Back in verse 3, it tells us that when Paul and Barnabas saw the persecution in Iconium, therefore, because of the persecution, they stayed a long time. In the Enduring Word commentary, uh, David Guzik suggests, he says, they, they stayed as long as they could, despite the opposition, leaving only when it was absolutely necessary, because they knew that the Christians in Iconium these new believers, right, couple of days, weeks into trusting Jesus, these senior disciples knew that they needed all the grounding they could get to stand strong in a city with so much opposition. Again, after being beaten to the point of death, Paul gets up, goes to the next town, and preaches the gospel again, right? Then he and Barnabas, after they've been chased out of all these different cities, they finish by going back to the ones that they've just been chased out of. Lystra, Iconium, Antioch. That's where they had just been. And they go back and it says that they did that to strengthen the disciples. And the third thing would like for us to learn from their example today is that 
Trials are an opportunity to serve. Think about how potent it was when Paul goes back to these towns where he's just, he's just shared the gospel and these, these different believers in these different churches have just believed and they're being, you know, maybe they're dealing with harassment from their bosses who, who disagree with them or from, you know, the local cities. Again, the, the, in every one of these cities, they've been chased out. So it was costly, right? And Paul says, through money, trials, and, and tribulations, we enter the kingdom of God. Don't you think it sounded different when he still had the bruise from the rock on the side of his face? Right? He, his trial enabled him to minister different than if, right? If I go to, you know, to some closed country where it's illegal to be Christian today and I preach there through many trials and tribulations, we enter the kingdom of God. It's still true, but it sounds different than when you come from with, when you still got the marks of the suffering on your face. Trials are an opportunity to serve. They enable us to serve in a way that you can't otherwise. They, there's a unique ability to connect with people who've gone through the same thing you're going through, or who, who have gone through something you've gone through in the past. You, you just can't connect in the same way sometimes. There's a blessing in it. As strange as it sounds, I mean, try to, try to think about, where, have there been times where you've been able to, you've been able to connect with somebody? who's going through something that you are going through or going through something that you have gone through. There's such a, it changes a lot about not just the present situation that the other person is going through, but even like your memory, your, your emotions about the thing you've suffered change because now it has purpose. And maybe you can see, you can see in the past how God turned it and used it for good, how he is using it for good. Maybe you're just aware he's just comforting you in it while you're in it, and so you're able to encourage this person. You may not be out of the situation yet, but the serving another, it breaks us out of that self-pity cycle. It breaks us out of the hopelessness, that like, oh, this is never going to end. Right? It breaks us out of that, and when we're centered back, we're looking to Jesus in it, it, we see the glory in the suffering in a different way. And again, partly only when we're, when we're serving, when we're, when we're trying to minister to others. One of the things that was so helpful for me when I was going through some of the hardest things a few years ago was that I had some, some brothers in the Lord who were doing really regular street evangelism, like every week they were going out. And in that season, God just kind of moved me to be joining them regularly. And it was outside of my comfort zone and it was it was a challenge for me but it was such a blessing to me in that place of like depression and hopelessness to be sharing the gospel with people and centering back on Jesus it it helped me get out of my head in some ways in terms of just remembering there's more than just what I'm going through and that practice of the Holy Spirit working through me is you just, you know, you're sharing the gospel with somebody and he's enabling it because he's, he's at work in it. It, it frees you up. And I mean, when you have people going through it who, going through stuff with you, it just, it, it, it changes it from just suffering to it, it, it you feel the, the purpose in it. You see God being glorified in it and it, it actually encourages you. It revives you even if the situation doesn't change. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul was writing to a church that had just been a headache to him. 
But he writes to them, God comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Right? Again, it doesn't remove the suffering, but it gives it purpose. You see, you feel the value in it all of a sudden. Verse 26 tells us from there they sailed to Antioch where they'd been commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. Now when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that God had done with them, that he'd opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. So they stayed back home for a long time with the other disciples. When I was preparing for this Sunday, I've, I almost missed this section. I just had the three elements of trials, and that was the thing that God had like made really clear to me. And then he, he kind of like reminded me in this, this, there's a time for rest too. I think so often, especially if you've been walking with the Lord for a little while, or if you've grown up around church, we get sometimes this mentality of like being a Christian means that you're just driving hard all the time. You just, you know, that if we're being faithful, it means you know, at top speed, 24-7 kind of thing. But it's not biblical. Jesus told us we need space to rest, that we need to abide in him. He would draw away and get alone with the Father. Right? We need those times to, to draw away so that we can be fruitful, so that we don't lose the connection with him. Because again, he doesn't call us merely servants. We do serve, we do labor alongside him, but as his children. You don't want to lose that. You're called to be his child, not just a servant. Fruitfulness is a product of abiding in Jesus. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. 
Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.